Hi, and welcome to You in the Spotlight podcast. My name is Mihaela Vlad. I am your host. I am an advertising strategist for women who are building their business around their personal brand. And I have created this podcast because I want to bring in the spotlight other women entrepreneurs who are building their business around their personal brand and they have a story to tell. I want to Uh, hear their story. I want to share their story because in this way together we can find more inspiration and more tips on how to go one step further in our business. Also in um, some episodes I am going to share from my experience I am going to share uh, tips and strategies on how to get more reach and how to um, convert your followers on Facebook so you can create a better strategy and you can get the most from the Facebook platform where you are building your business. Also, I want to invite you to go and um, join our Facebook group. It's the You in the Spotlight community. It's a free Facebook group where you can meet with the other guests and you will have more training and more tips on uh, advertising strategies from me. So see you there. Hello, and thank you so much for accepting uh, my invitation. Yes, you're doing amazing work. I saw, I mean, you're so active. My gosh, I wish I could do things like you. <laughs> thank you so much. I feel so honored. Uh, I, I think we are going to have an amazing uh, conversation today because, you know, it's just so amazing what you do. I've read your bio and your website and uh, yeah, it's so amazing. And thank you so much. Thank it's you. my honor. Yeah, so you're in UK, right? You're I'm in the UK. UK, yes. Okay, okay. So, you are, where are you? Uh, I'm in California. In uh, California? Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, Let's... it's a beautiful place. Sorry? <laughs> it's, a beautiful... it's a beautiful place. Very good weather. It's beautiful. It is. It is. I've never been, but I have clients and uh, I have friends. In California, uh, we come here. You know, we are always there. Like, you know, yeah, I should come in one day. I, I, I should come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so honored to have today Dr. Pratiksha Gandhi um, to be our guest. She's a serial entrepreneur, preventive cardiologist, author, speaker, researcher with a mission to eradicate cardiovascular disease by preventing heart attacks and reversing heart disease using non-invasive cost-effective treatments. And she's India's first woman preventive cardiologist and founder of IPC, Institute of Prevention Preventive Cardiology. And she's actually the first woman who was rewarded by the finance minister as the best woman entrepreneur in 2016, in 2006 actually, making her India's first woman doctor to have received this honor. So I am very, very honored to have you here today with us. Thank you. um, (laughs) I can't wait to share with us some some of your um, experience and story. And um, yeah, maybe we can give to other women entrepreneurs who are listening and watching us some advice about how to prevent the um, uh, how to take care of and also you are an entrepreneur and I'm sure you have some golden nuggets for us as well as an entrepreneur and um, 
like I said, it's an honor to have you here and I can't wait to tell me more. Yeah, thank you so much, Mila. I'm very happy and it's a pleasure. First of all, I want to congratulate you because I think you're doing amazing work. You're so active, your post and you know, the way you are interacting and uh, selflessly sharing, that is uh, really very kind and sweet of you. And uh, thanks for hosting me today over here. So I would just like to first begin with my story. Uh, it is literally uh, like kind of racks to riches, very emotional. Um, I was, uh, my, I had a very humble beginning. Uh, I was born and brought up in Mumbai, India. So I was like, uh, you can say brought up in a room, which is like uh, 100 square feet. Uh, so I had my younger brother and parents. So uh, like becoming a doctor or something was a, like a distant dream, you know, because medical education and the, uh, the expertise which is involved was beyond the reach because my parents had not even made it to college. They were working very hard to make their ends meet. So anyways, cutting the story short, I worked very hard on myself and I've been an entrepreneur since the age of 18 because I realized that along with my medical education, I'll have to do something uh, to support that education. So um, like I was teaching in classes, coaching classes, and then I made my own business out of it of coaching and uh, doing test series and all. So along with my medical education, already I had a parallel income going on uh, to support. And that gave me uh, the entire, like, uh, what to say, the groundwork of uh, creating your brand and business and all that stuff. Um, after I finished my uh, post-graduation uh, in preventive medicine, uh, I, I decided that a uh, lot of uh, heart problems are there. Heart disease is number one killer. And the biggest problem was that when I was working in hospital, I saw that a patient used to get heart attack and then they were advised open heart surgeries. And uh, I, it was a very touching story, which I want to share, which actually changed my life. So I had this one patient uh, who was like 60 years on the verge of retirement. He got a, he was advised a surgery. He literally broke down in tears. And he told me that I have just got like, $3,000 remaining as my pension because in India the pension is too low in that I have to get my daughter married I have to educate my son I have to live my life I will die then doing a surgery you know and that literally shook me up as a doctor that you know like when we tell people that okay you do this 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 boom and how much is the impact on the patient's life you know? mm. that really moved me and I decided that I have to do something. I said, no, you can't die. It's okay if you don't have money. And I was also, I believed a lot into alternate and holistic medicine. Because, and I knew the pain of that person because I was also born and brought up in that environment. So I knew that to tell that kind of money, you know, is what it means, you know, because I've grown up that way. So I think my, my background helped me to understand that patient. And there was a breakthrough because... I started working on diet, exercise, yoga, and with this patient. And literally, you know, his whole heart problem got reversed just in $100. So <laughs> that was not much. So, so I decided to start IPC, which uh, you told, Institute of Preventive Cardiology, which is with a mission that we, we can prevent heart attacks because 80% heart attacks are preventable. And we can avoid surgeries because ultimately it's a lifestyle problem, you know, uh, so we, we made him lose weight, uh, stop smoking, 
uh, you know, have the right diet. He started managing his stress doing meditation and yoga. So it was so in six months of disciplined lifestyle, you know, he, his, his, all the cardiac reports were normal, you know, like stress, stress and all that stuff. Wow. So that was amazing breakthrough. And then I started offering this program. I started doing workshops. I started giving talks and then the story goes on. <laughs> That's so inspiring. And really, uh, when I, there are so many things that you can learn from people that you are connecting with. Yes. Yes. Time when I hear about something like that and I'm so happy we've connected and I'm so happy we can share this because like you said, if this disease can be prevented, we have to bring more awareness about, yes. about yes. this. And if I can contribute with one little thing in bringing awareness about what you do, I would be very, very happy. Well, thank you so much for helping, you know, because this, this, this message needs to go to each and every person because the problem is that right now all a person know about heart disease is fear, right? It's fear like, oh, heart attack or someone can die or, you know, like I have to do a possibly operation and all that stuff or keep on taking lifelong medications. You know, this is what we know, you know, and actually uh, nothing, everything can be changed, you know, and that's our message that we can prevent heart attack. We can avoid a surgery and we can live a wonderful life uh, without doing a surgery. Actually, recently I wrote a book also living without heart surgery, you know, You're where, okay. Yes. Uh, so. So we proved like, you know, uh, so when I started this, I was pretty young because you had asked me that what are the struggles which you face, you know, as an entrepreneur. So when I was young, now you imagine cardiology, as you see, is a very male dominated field, right? Mm -hmm. so, so as a young, as a young woman, uh, something I was around 27, 28 and, you know, they, they are consulting all the top doctors who are male, they're white hair. And when they come to me, you know, like I'm like the new kid on the block, they say, and I'm telling her to do a surgery. And, you know, it's uh, especially, it's very difficult uh, uh, to trust a woman doctor, uh, you know, the way we are programmed uh, in our country. Uh, so uh, there, there in India, it's like generally, you know, like uh, because it's a more of a patriarchal society. Now it's changing a lot, but I'm talking way back in '90s. So, uh, so I had to go through my own struggle, you know, of uh, proving myself and making things right, and you know, like to be accepted, to be acknowledged, because I was ridiculed first. I was not accepted. Uh, many people didn't believe in me. They said that she's doing all wrong stuff, you know, just to make money, even though my intention was pure to help people. So, you know, like you go through this all stuff, you know, but, you know, the pleasure is what I, I never looked at it because fortunately, because I was a yoga and meditation teacher, I always was optimistic. Uh, so I would like, I would like to share because I'm sure a lot of women entrepreneurs are listening that. If you believe in yourself, which is a true cause, you know, which is going to help people and make a difference in their lives, you should go all out for it, you know, because when you are doing something brand new and different from what is going on around you, which is conventional or traditional, you know, people are going to doubt you. Yes. But, but you know, you will be only successful if you will continue to believe in yourself uh, transfuse the same enthusiasm to the people whom you are uh, dealing with and treating, you know. And then the success story was, so we had decided that uh, this whole group of people whom I was working, I said that, see, hey, you are told that 
if you get surgery, you can live up to 10 years, right? And nothing will go wrong. So, hey, let's, let's make it a mission. Like, let's uh, uh, do diet, exercise and do all this stuff. And we will not do surgery for 10 years. And, and then we will write a book and we will, you know, do that. And it was amazing. We did this. Uh, I mean, I, actually, my Facebook has a lot of videos. We have this IPC Heartcare page. So there are amazing videos of all the people sharing their stories and testimonials, you know, because our mission is to reach out to more and more people because we want to give hope. We want to give courage. We want to remove the fear uh, of heart disease. And we want to spread this good word that, uh, you know, everything is possible. It's all in the mind. You know? We need to, we need to change our mindset related to this whole problem. And we can do it. If we, we can do that, yes, yes. I, I am so inspired about uh, about what you what you tell me now. It's so inspiring, and I'm so glad that I can contribute because I've had in my family um, my someone that died from a heart disease, and um, yeah, I I never read too much about what means to prevent it. And I think we are living, from what you say now, it's very, it's very clear to me because we live in a world where we live in fear. Not necessarily, uh, it's stress, it's fear actually. And we live with this stress, fear that something might happen tomorrow, fear that we don't have enough money, that it's a lot of pressure on us. Even if we are employees or if we are entrepreneurs, it's still a lot of pressure. And yes. I think... The, if we would know what to do, if we would have some tools that, you know, something that we can apply every day so we can, we can make that fear go away and, you know, prevent this heart disease. Because it's now everybody, at least from my environment and from what I know from my background, that the heart disease is something that if your parents have it, you have it, it's a genetic thing and you just have to accept it and, you know, go take pills. I think that's, that's a great, great, great question you brought on, Mayla, because this is so true. Most of the people are living in this myth, you know, that, oh, like, and, and, you know, they become like passive victims, what we call. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, my parents have it, my grandparents have it. So, oh, what, why, what's the point of doing anything? I'm also going to get it. So I think that is... A victim mindset but let me tell you one thing genes okay we are we got it that we can't change but you know what these genes need to express itself or uh, to form that disease so why when I say prevention what I'm saying is that like suppose if you are focusing on a right diet which is a low-fat mainly vegetarian diet if you're exercising right you know your cardiovascular fitness uh then you are you know like uh, keeping your mind calm and peaceful i think that is a whole crux you know because meditation stress hormones basically stiffen your arteries raise your cholesterol raise your sugar so so if you take care of your uh, mind mainly you know that's the that's the main thing you know so you if you do all those things and you do uh, some kind of regular checkups you know uh so this kind of stuff if you are having a proper plan uh, under the guidance of a proper preventive cardiologist, you know, there is no, it is, it is definitely uh, not possible for you to get it. I understand it's 100% it's preventable. And from, from what I can understand now, I can summarize in three things that actually can help us in our day-to-day -day life, like the diet. From yes. From what you have to, so is the diet, is the exercise and 
taking care of our mind through meditation. Right. Yeah. Yes. And of course, all the other things to go for checkups and things like that. But I think all of us, if we can implement this in our life, no matter if we have in our family or not, no matter if we have stress or not, but implementing those three things, I think it will be a better world. <laughs> right. And second thing is, yeah, second thing is what you have to understand that uh, we are facing uh, a lot of uh, exposure to pollution around us. There are a lot of free radicals. There's a lot of radiations with the usage and one of my concerns is this 5G which I'm looking into because now everywhere everybody wants to use this 5G network so I don't know like you know we are uh, there are all the around Wi-Fi radiations happening so you know actually there is so much unseen activity which is going around us that I'm seeing that even if people are uh, having right diet or exercise you know we're exposed to so many things around us which uh, uh, gives, gives diseases like heart disease and cancer, you know. And we but, can't avoid them. Like, yes, yes. Radiation. So, but the good part is, Mela, that we have got, uh, we have got tools now uh, to uh, fight at our day-to-day -day level, okay, at a body level, where we can combat these free radicals, we can, you know, we can, all these ill effects which are happening on our body, so uh, along with the diet, you know, there are, there, are, there are supplements which are available which we can do that. Then uh, there are a lot of diagnostic tests because the, the, the problem in cardiology is that the traditional test which we use, the stress test and echo, which is the standard test when they use when we do a cardiac checkup. Many times, uh, even if you have a coronary blockage, they could be normal, you know. So many times we have seen that people go through the checkup, but because it's a conventional checkup, they miss out on the, uh, like, you know, the disease, you know, and they suddenly get a heart attack after three months. They say, oh, I went for a checkup, you know, what's wrong in it? But, but, but as a preventive cardiologist, we have got more tools, you know, it is like more of advanced screening, which is there, you know. So with these tools, we are able to help people who want to go for very aggressive prevention and not have the disease at all. Okay, and how people can uh, have access to those tools? See, one of, uh, one of the things is that you'll have to check out that which kind of doctor you're working, you know, because there are, there are two types of doctors. One is a curative-focused doctor, that doctor who is very busy in the practice and they are just prescribing and they don't have time to talk to you to go to the root cause. You know? okay. uh, they, are also, they are also required and there are majority of them because unfortunately our, medication, uh, our medical education is all uh, breakdown education. When your body breaks down, we are always into emergencies, right? So, but now, fortunately, there is there are a lot of doctors uh, like myself, and I've got a lot of colleagues who have realized that just treating the symptom is not going to help the patient. We have to go to the root cause. So, what and, you will have to do okay. is that what I would my advice would be that when you are selecting a doctor, just check out the background and what is the belief system of the doctor. You know, All right. if the is going to help you and you can be upfront it, if you are a patient you have a right to know you know about your doctor and how is he going to help you because at the end of the day it is your health and your body and you have a right to protect and defend your own body you know so you don't have to go by any authority that oh uh, a doctor how can I ask and what can I do no you you have a right for your own body that's what I teach all my patients and the people around me that you have to find out what his his intention is he going to help you to go to the root cause of the problem if you are doing some research 
on the net or finding out through a friend is he ready to go through the research and help you arrive at a decision because many times what happens is that when i talk to people they say okay i'll go to my doctor and i'll check out and then the doctor doesn't want to see just throws wants to throw the piece of research away and say this is all nonsense but see look we have to understand when you go to a doctor who is a senior okay he has graduated some 30 40 50 years back okay most of the people they have that same thing and then they are going through the conventional whatever is coming up in the conferences but you know the things which i am talking they are so cutting edge and so much of a breakthrough and so much of new things which many times you know it takes around 30 to 40 years to come into the medical curriculum you know so all right so you have to so you have to see that with what kind of a person you are associating with whether the person is open minded and wanting to help you like when i work with my patients they many times along with the medications they come with a bunch of supplements and bunch of stuff i always sit with them i go through the ingredients i find out that whether they are going to benefit him or not because if i want to genuinely help a patient i have to keep my ego aside you know i can't i can't say that oh i know all and you know like because still look when the person is suffering and the person is wanting to have a solution the person is also going to be actively searching right and i have to respect and honor that and uh, work in collaboration with the patient to achieve the best goals that's amazing to find out because from my personal experience experience with going to doctor is just going there and prescribe something to treat the symptoms which right. never uh, resolve the problem I, I don't have many health problems, but my husband have, for example, and we go to doctor and we, you know, and we are tr- we are trying to ask questions and we are mm-hmm. not really finding those answers because all we find out is just take this and it's going to be okay. But yeah. at this point, I understand that, and I do a lot of research myself. But I'm so glad that I I speak with you. Actually, we as a normal people, we need awareness and education about what is our right. It's our right to ask. It's our right to be uh, advised about the the cause, not only about to be prescribed medications. So yes. I think your work is more about, you know, raising this awareness. Right, and also as, as a doctor, you can't help everybody, but by raising yes. awareness, you will help a lot. You, it's a ripple effect. and you yes. will help a lot of people actually understanding what they are looking for when they go to a doctor they 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 can understand that they can prevent this and also yes. they can understand what to look for when they go to doctor for different right. diseases not necessary for cardiology could be for anything yes and 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 you're right mela because what happens that uh, i feel that uh, we can win only if the patient is educated and empowered okay because if you keep the patient in ignorance and don't give them the tools because my aim is actually always when i uh, sit with someone i always say what is your goal you do you want to reduce your medications you know so because why put those artificial things in your system and create side effects you know like uh, like in united states we have a major issue where almost 61% of the adults are on some or the other prescription drugs which is huge you know it's huge and uh, yeah it's huge you know and uh, i think in this country one of the problems being that there are pharmaceuticals uh, are advertising in the night prime time you know so it's like you know a subconscious programming going on where 
you know the patients are are like you know wanting this because they 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 are shown like emotional pictures of what the person does and every day that branding happens and it's like you know actually there is a child inside each adult also like how a child when they see those ads of toys or some movie they want to go and get it the same way it happens for patients too you know they see those ads they go to the doctor and say why don't you give me this drug or why don't you give me you know, you know so there are some countries when they banned the advertising for medications yes i think it's very I think in india and uk we don't have that but i think in in us we have this and i think that is one of the reason i think you know, us is the uh, like the highest uh, uh, like consumption of the drugs in on the entire planet as in us you know? so so one of the one of the aim what i have is that help people to think rethink you know that whether they really want this medications because my whole actually goal is to awaken the doctor within you you know the awaken the pharmacy within you activate your own body mechanisms and cells to function better so that you know you can uh, you can live a better life uh, reduce the medications in fact I I I love working with patients who are motivated who to want to throw away medications, you know. <laughs> so so see, and we have achieved a lot of things, you know, in the process because I have been very fortunate and blessed to have amazing patients with these goals, you know. So I just love working with them. You do, and it's so amazing for me to speak with someone that is a doctor and have patients, but in the same time, it's he's an she's an entrepreneur. So you are an entrepreneur as well, correct? Yes. What do you do from this uh, perspective as an entrepreneur? Uh, what I realized was that uh, when I was treating people, uh, I as an individual have a limited capacity, right? Because of my time, I can see maybe 20 people a day, 30 people a day, and you burn out in the process, right? So what I started doing is that I started training uh, other doctors, uh, developing systems and clinics so that, you know, more and more people can be benefited all right so your impact is bigger by yes 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 then uh, uh, i also uh, started understanding that in the work which i want to do there are a lot of medical diagnostic tests or medical devices which actually need attention and research but you know they are not coming out in the market because uh, you know like the, the conventional market is all surgeries and pharmaceuticals which feeds a multi-billion dollar industry right so so, so, so I, I started uh, giving my support uh, to various tests and devices and doing research and helping them spread the awareness. And uh, obviously, because you also need to be compensated for your time because you're doing that. So I started working on uh, spreading the cause through uh, the, this diagnostics, you know. Uh, then there are a lot of supplements uh, which are there, which are beneficial, which people don't know about. So in that way, as an entrepreneur, I've been involved with various companies uh, so that, you know, who are doing good work and whose research is good, whose science is good and to help them reach to the people, you know, because these companies require genuine doctors who are working in patients' interest to speak for them, you know. I understand. Because what happens that in our conferences, like if you want to, like most of the conferences when we go, medical conferences, most of the lectures are sponsored by the pharmaceuticals. You know? So naturally, when I, I attend any conference or whatever knowledge which I get is always like sponsored by some pharma. So they're obviously going to give me the piece of information which they want to feed me. All right. 
Yeah. You're getting my point. Yeah. And then I, 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 then I, what I do, I get this information, I put it to my patient. But you know, I have, I think last 20 years, I have not seen any rep. I have not seen medical representative. Because, you know, they come and then they start telling you stuff and, you know, they gear you and then they bind you that you have to prescribe this and also I'm not going into that. I said, there is a drug index. If I want to do anything, I can always go online and check it out of what is coming up and this and that. And, you know, you can do that. So, so the point is that uh, our whole aim of working at uh, IPC and what we are doing is we are very patient centric. We want to do what is right for the patient and we want to do what is going to help to go to the root cause. That's the main goal. And I think your work is to create that system that can actually get that information independently to the doctors, to the patients, not going yes. to those conferences that are sponsored by X and Y. <laughs> right. Because that is a biased knowledge, right? So I'm a, I'm an independent worker. I mm -hmm. see, I, I seek truth and I want to be, I just want to be fair to the people whom I'm with. Yeah, that's amazing and so inspiring. And I have a question like, can you give us a piece of advice that, you know, will for women who are doing, who are entrepreneurs and we have a lot of pressure and we want to prove ourselves and we want to do a lot of things. Sometimes we burn out and things like that. Give us a piece of advice that will help us, you know, to relieve a part of our stress and you know go f one step further in our business i think i think this, your experience. This, is, this is an amazing question Amira. thanks for asking this because it's great like first and foremost you know i i i, I had one teacher uh, in my medical college uh, who was a male professor and was teaching us anatomy he always told that women are more powerful than men you know because even 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 uh, physiologically actually uh, because you know the women if, if there, when a birth happens actually the survivor of a female child is more okay always so remember one thing even, even if you see world over the expectancy of women is more than men okay so women are actually physically uh, and very resilient you know and very strong but unfortunately somewhere down the line through the ages they are programmed as the weaker sex you know mental programming you know we are just programmed into that and that's why we always want to prove ourselves or have a space and all that stuff. So, um, and I had a big struggle because uh, growing up in India and being a patriarchal society, I used to, being male dominated, I used to hate myself being a woman. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, you know, but, and I had to work on myself a lot to overcome that because I had to constantly prove myself and being put down and all that. But you know, somewhere when I started meditating, and learning about yoga and all, I started realizing that we are all souls, you know, and soul has no gender, you know, mm -hmm. like what we call, like what we believe in our, our Vedas and scriptures, you know, the Bhagavad Gita and all that. So you are just wearing a costume, whether it was, so in some life you may be male, some life you may be female and, you know, it, it keeps on changing. Okay. So your soul has no gender. And we are just adopting this costume in this life of a male or a female body and we have to play that role. But while playing that role, we don't have to think that we are inferior or lesser or we don't have any power. And so, so we have to understand that we are a child of God and uh, we have the same power vested in us 
and you know it is not any gender related and we have to find our purpose and cause and we have to live our life true to our purpose you know it doesn't matter whether you are a man or a woman and all that and i think once that sets in you know you are at a very different uh, level you know because yeah it's a different mindset and you get free you you break free yes, you get and free, you don't have this this stress no. continue prove yourself and do yes. something better yes. until you, I think burn out. you right you need to prove yourself when you feel inferior or this or that and mm-hmm. i think that's where i feel uh being spiritual helps you because you know when uh you spend that time with yourself you meditate and you know you're doing some self work and all that helps you a lot of that is what something i ex- that, that i want every woman to do because you know they have to understand that uh, they are, we are powerful we can uh, bring in a lot of changes but i think first we have to be comfortable in our own skin yeah we don't have to we don't have to uh, feel uh, anything and i i also i uh, would say that i don't even like being too much of a feminist and like trying to put down men no. uh, because as i as i said that Uh, you have to go beyond that you know because life is something very beautiful and uh, there is a male energy which is required there is a female energy which is required and god has made this beautiful combination of energies you know and we need to uh, you know like understand this and work in harmony you know rather than trying to prove each other or put down each other it it doesn't help that is a negative emotion and that needs to be eliminated from our system you know yeah and once very- you do that very yeah. what you are saying yes yeah. yes and once we eliminate that then the doors open to you you know because you collaborate with everyone whether it's a man or a women or whatever it is because you all come together for a true purpose and cause because and another thing which uh, uh, which i truly believe in is that we are more than 7 people billion on the planet everyone has a different genetic blueprint so no matter what you are wherever you are whatever race ethnicity diversity whatever you are but you are unique in your own ways you know you have a unique gift in your own ways you know and we all have this unique gift and we need to tap into that and just share it with others you know yeah so if we, before we share it with others i think we have to first tap into it and accept it and embrace it right 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 i i've been through this journey and i can totally relate with what you say yes uh i haven't spoken about this much but i've been to this spiritual journey myself and it helped me a lot to embrace who yes. i am and be able right. to then express myself much right. easier once you embrace this and you feel better with your soul you know you feel yes with your soul then you know you become very positive and then you can just go out and do what you need and secondly that okay. uh, uh, our spirituality help me also basically unconditional love and sharing you know because what happens is that whenever you are doing any kind of work uh if you are doing with the purpose of some gratification or some results then you know it always gives you pain and suffering you know yeah it's but, not going to happen yeah so but whenever you are doing any work out of joy and out of joy of giving and you are not attached with the results then it just becomes wonderful because you know i see patients when uh, they get this heart problem you know they are almost retired and they say all my life i worked and i thought that i will have fun now in life you know but now i'm retired i can't go out i have this heart problem i can't walk so my whole question came in that how do we work what are we doing all life that when 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 we retire and we want to enjoy life we lose health Mm. so in the pursuit of wealth we lose health yeah you're right 
So and, because, and only because we pursue that wealth, we are not going to have it. I've seen so many people who actually did something from passion and from the passion of helping others and with a purpose, and the wealth is coming by default after. If you, if you, if you go to your, in your journey with the purpose of helping other people and giving, and you do that with joy every day, I think the wealth is not a problem anymore. It's going to. That is true. Away. I mean, I, I mean, in my story is a real example where I just tried to help that person who wanted to avoid a surgery. Now, when we do surgeries, we obviously make thousand times more. But you know what? When I helped him with that with that hundred dollars, your numbers increases because what happens is that when you want to do a surgery, you can do a surgery maybe as a surgeon on say 30, 40, or maybe 40, 50 people a month. But if I don't have to do surgery, I can do on thousands, right? So actually, so so that whole wealth came in in a very different form, you know. Yes, <laughs> yes, but it's because, because I I just was uh, helping and doing the right thing, you know. But my my focus was not that okay. Uh, I have to make this much. It is not going to be financially viable for me to treat him in this manner. And that's how most of the people think, you know. They think that they stop doing the right things in life because they think that. Oh, if I do this, then it is not going to be financially rewarding to me at this point. So I can't do this, even though it is right. And that is something which is not acceptable to me, you know, because money is a byproduct of the good thing what you do in life. Exactly. That, that is something that I want to keep in my mind. Money is a byproduct <coughs> of the good things that you are doing. <coughs> Sorry for this. That's okay. That is one of the most beautiful things that I've seen, I've heard, to be honest, I never heard this, and it's something that I want to keep it here, so, yeah, and something I that I really want to share I, with, with my audience. But what happens is that, what I have seen, my personal story is that, whenever you are genuinely helping and caring for people, then, you know, you are blessed, you're blessed in multiple ways, you know, in terms of people, relationships, everything. Everything starts manifesting in your life. So yeah. my message would be very simple, right? Just keep on yes. Just help out, just keep on helping, sharing, caring. This the can relate very well with with an entrepreneurial journey and uh, very well with my message as well. Because as an entrepreneur, uh, if you wanna give, if you are on this path of giving, everything else will come by default it, it is going to come and not only is going to come financially speaking but you have that um motivation and you have that um how can i say um you you feel that joy every day because i have conversations with coaches with other other entrepreneurs and they said don't give too much uh just give to your paying customers you know everything is how it have to be like you said financial uh how, how did you say it earlier rewarding yeah rewarding yes so they are not going to give away anything unless they are paid for and i think this is only a short-term strategy you can have money on a short term but you don't have um fulfilling on the long term right and i really think that we are on a shift now and people start to understand that by giving and doing things with a purpose will actually lay down the foundation for a long-term career, a long-term business, and a long-term fulfilled life. Right. That's also 
so what happens is that uh, 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 what you brought out is a very important point neela because uh, there are now two types of people when people like us are selflessly caring and giving there are two groups of people some people value what we do and uh, they they help us to grow and there are some people who are like kind of freeloaders you know because they feel that oh someone is kind and helping let me keep on taking advantage of that person okay so what as entrepreneurs we have to guard is that that we don't have to let people take so much of advantage of you because see look we can always there are always any relationship will flourish if there is contribution in a mutual level in anyway yeah in both when the totally child, with the husband wife with his friendship anywhere you know like even if in husband wife relationship if the wife keeps on doing everything 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 every day husband doesn't participate and just keeps on taking taking uh-huh. taking somewhere there is a breakdown right so yeah so so, so how do we balance this how do you recommend to balance so like, what i what i did was i did was i i uh, i had this issue because i'm into a very critical thing of uh, saving lives because of heart issues so uh, what i did was i formed a ngo a trust which is not for profit i set up this trust and what i did that anybody who was not having finances or financially not uh, you know very they were not affording i started building this trust and helping them through the trust you know and i started setting up a guidelines that to qualify for this you know you will have to uh, you will have to uh, like uh, fill in some forms and you know validate whether you are uh-huh. really deserving in that category you know you are getting my point so same way yeah, yeah. when we are doing any business one thing is we we are okay we are sharing and we are doing all those things and then you have your high end programs which you want to give and second is that you can create a community where uh, which is free and again a community which is little bit of payment per month uh, which people can easily afford today people go to starbucks and spend 10 dollars you know it's sort of yes. feel like you know so if they really want you so somewhere what happens that i understood that as a business owner because you have to pay the bills there is uh, there, there there are staff involved and everyone so somewhere you have to keep that balance of finance also in mind that that's that's very good advice that's so what so what i do is that i i i whenever tell come someone comes and tells me that okay i'm poor and i don't have this i said fantastic i want to help you and i'll not deny you but there is a qualification process where you will have to prove to me that you deserve this kind of free services you know? yes that that's that's a good point and uh, yeah. that's a good point and the one with the like the monthly membership and for people to benefit the same it's a, it's a very good advice yes so what happens that because then you know because today everything has comes at a cost right and especially in our medical profession we have so much of staff and diagnostic tests and devices which are so expensive and you know we have a lot of bills running you know so what happens that somewhere uh, along with your uh, thing of helping you have to somewhere balance it you know or or if you want to say like i would say that there are some people who just want to help and not think of money then they should straight away go and do a job in an ngo you know? <laughs> so that they don't have to worry about the finances you know mm-hmm. but for me personally i believe that wealth creation is important because uh it gives you so much of power of choices of what you want to do that's because like i i want to now uh work on eradication of heart disease so 
I have to be working up with a system which is existing for so many decades, which is multi-billion dollar industry. So I have to raise up to a level, right? So yeah. there has to be a wealth creation component in the whole thing, what I'm doing, because if that doesn't fall in, nothing free doesn't keep on going eternally. It has to be something which is built to last. You know? So, so I, I personally feel that uh, we should focus on being balanced. Uh-huh. We should focus on being healthy and we should also focus on being wealthy. <laughs> so, so we yeah. have to balance this too, you know. Yeah, that, that's very, I think this is a very balanced advice, if I can say. <laughs> yeah. yes, because I speak with a lot of people and they said, you should focus on being wealthy, you should focus on giving or you should focus on, but to really have a fulfilling life and to be able to make a difference, I think what you say, is may, it makes sense to, you know, to have a good health, to have, uh, to give value, create that wealth because you can't make good in the world. You can't make a difference if if you are poor because poverty will keep you like that with hands. That's what, that's what. Like for example, if I, if I don't create the wealth, my message will be only just to say a few uh, 20, 30 people whom I meet every day, right? Exactly. But if I have that kind of a platform where I'm into wealth creation, I can have a message to billions and billions of the people, right? So, yes. so the the so here this is like a a healthy mindset for being wealthy. I say <laughs> that you are you are uh, uh, into this wealth creation. Uh, not for seeking like oh I want to go to the casinos and you know dance out or do some kind of weird stuff. It's not for that. When you are actually becoming wealthy, you have a responsibility to the society because you have so much of choices to help and support so many people around the world who need you, you know. Yeah. So, and when God has given you the brains and the talents and the expertise to create that wealth and uh, uh, you are surrounded by people who can help you achieve that, why not? You know, why, why have that mental block? Because I have seen that entrepreneurs many times they also limit themselves you know they like they grow at a certain level that they don't want to challenge themselves like i always like i always have a goal of keeping on doubling the things you know like okay we have this income double it this income double it keeping on doubling it so you keep on growing because i think growing is fun you know growing is stretching yourself because i i grow as a human being every day and because one of the questions which you have asked is that what makes you jump out of the bed so the point is that imagine if I keep on doing the same thing every day, you are stagnant, right? Nobody, a stagnant pond stinks, right? So you don't want to be <laughs> stinking. You want to be growing and flowing, you know? Yes. You want to be that. Yes. So, so, so that is what, that is what we will, uh, that is what my focus is, you know, and that what keeps me going, you know, because I have always something to look forward to, you know? That's amazing. That's amazing. And I think we we all got so many insights from you today and so many great advices that I didn't even hope for. <laughs> it's amazing and I'm so, so happy. Uh, tell me how people can, can get in touch with you so they can benefit. Sure, I, I have, I have a, yes, I have a, I'm very much on the social media. So my name is Prateksha Gandhi. So like uh, I can be found on Facebook on Twitter, LinkedIn. So I have all my... I'm going to share your social media links when I publish this. And I have a a website also, ipchartcenter.com. 
so that also has got so people can get and i keep on uh, there are a lot of youtube videos actually more than 100 because i have done a lot of shows and uh, explaining and giving diet tips and yoga because i am a very I, i really love to educate people you know on what i do so there are a lot of videos on different topics and once they get in touch on the social media i keep on posting uh, you know different messages and tips on how they can be healthy you know? that's so, amazing so i'm going to i'm going to put those uh, links in the in the description in our comments so people will know how to get in touch to follow you on social yes. media and watch your videos so they can benefit from your advice thank you it's my pleasure <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much so if we are going to finish our interview with one piece of advice that you can give what do you think will be the the most important one the top one i think i will always say one thing that follow your heart <laughs> always following your heart yeah because uh, in life what happens is that uh, there are we always try to please other people right when we are a child i want to please my parents or you grow up i want to please my husband or wife or my boss or the people around and in that entire journey you forget who you are and what you truly want you know so my advice to everyone is that uh, be true to yourself because this is your life your journey you are born here for your progress of your own soul you know and to develop divine qualities of truthfulness forgiveness you know sharing caring unconditional love so just be true to your own nature being a child of god and just enjoy life and explore life you know just follow your heart don't bother about how people are going to judge you frame you speak about you you know because if you're truly caring and you really want to give to people around you uh you will always find your tribe i'm sure okay that that's an a very very uh, important piece of advice and i really cherish it and thank you so much and um once again i i want to say how grateful i am and how much i appreciate that you accepted my invitation and you give us so much insights so many insights so thank you so so much and um, i hope i'm going to see you with another occasion yeah sure we have to do more of it yeah <laughs> yeah if you have the availability and disponibility maybe you can share other things so i just love sharing yes. and uh, and i would love that we can share our messages and empower there are a lot of women uh, and men on this journey and the more you know we can help and create a community and support mm-hmm. i think the more we grow we always we always grow together in unity that's what i believe you know so thank I, you so I, I much that's, thank you thank you it's been amazing thank you Thank you for watching. Don't forget to go and join our You in the Spotlight community, the free Facebook group, where you will meet the other guests and you will meet other women entrepreneurs who are walking on the same path and you will get more training on how to reach more customers and how to create your advertising strategy. See you there.